Hello, and welcome back to Warrior Moms. I am Michelle. And I'm Amy, and we are so excited for y'all to be here today. Yes. Giggle and uh, fall down. (laughs) As we're trying to do this here, this is quite hilarious. I'm looking across our setup at Amy, and she has, um, you know, we've got our microphones, the computer, and of course, Amy's got her microphone, but it's propped up by a hot pink pillow. Um, and I'm looking at her over the pillow. <laughs> and and let, let's explain why, though. We're not in this ghetto most of the time. But Michelle has moved once again. Yes. Uh, has moved into yes. the home and we're down in the basement and everything is not quite... Yeah, we don't have our setup yet. <laughs> we don't have our setup. <laughs> so we're having a good time making it work. So, yes. And we all know that my voice, for some reason, is... Yeah, not, not as, as brilliant as mine. So, anyway, so we're trying to make our voices a little yeah. bit. So, yeah, but we are here in um, my basement, and that really kind of prompted us with our what we wanted to talk about today yeah. was moving, um, yeah. at least for me, anyway. Because yeah. um, you were telling the story. I, yes, we were talking about how... Moving sucks. Yeah. Let's just say that, terrible, right? Terrible, <laughs> right? It's terrible. And there was a moment, I, um, you know, Amy and I were talking on the phone. I was like, it's just surreal. Like, I, you know, where you're moving boxes and the car's packed. And I, you know, am grabbing Carter's urn, which is like a, a wooden, big wooden box. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's heavy and I'm clinging to it. And I go to the car and it's already packed full. And so I open the back and I place him, which is not him, but, you know, it's the ashes, um, in the midst of all these, you know, stacked up boxes and, you know, vacuum cleaners stuffed in there. And there he sits in the middle of all of this. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. And dark humor (laughs) a little bit. It's very dark humor because I know that I've put a picture of Alec going to one of the pizza parties I had a picture of Alec in the front seat. I was like, what do I put? I don't want it to bend. What do I like that? And I put a seatbelt on it. I know. Because I was like, I look, Alec and Alec. Yeah, here we are. And yeah. that is the dark humor. Dark humor. Yeah, I know. So you moved his urn, and y'all moved right after Carter Pat. Yeah, and that's really what we wanted to talk about, is this is something that when we talk with newly um, – you know, grieving moms and old and old, like what do we do with our child's things? Um, everything from shoes and socks to their treasured, you know, toys and things they loved. What do we do with it all? And so moving really puts that in the forefront for sure. Um, you know, we have, um, plastic bins of all of his things. Um, and, and we have, we're probably down to, I don't know, between eight and 11 boxes, mm-hmm. which people probably think that is crazy. Um, that we're it. toting that yeah. around, you know? Yeah. Um, but we do. Yeah. And, and those are one of the first ones that we make sure that we have and we know where they are. Um, do you ever go in those bins and look for certain things? Or? Yeah, it is so painful, but it's, um, you know, in the last couple of years, it's gotten easier and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a little bit more joyful. Last summer, um, Greta and I were, you know, just rearranging and cleaning out a garage and she and I spent, I'm not exaggerating, at least 16 hours one Saturday. It was crazy hot, you know, <laughs> lovely August in 
in Georgia. Georgia, Yeah. Yeah, But um, we did. We just pulled out chairs in the garage and went through box after box. She put on tons of his sweatshirts and she was trying on his shoes that are, you know, way too big for her. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and you know, kind of engaging with his things, I think, because in the first couple years, it was, it was too painful. It's like you would open it up for a split second and then it was like, Oh, and you just Mm -hmm. slam it shut. Cause Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh my gosh. Um, seeing your child who's no longer, no longer with us, seeing their t-shirt stacked up is really too much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and those first, um, you know, we were in, a townhouse that we were renting so we had planned to rent a townhouse mm-hmm. in the district that Carter wanted to live in. Um, and then when he, our plan was when he graduated from high school, we would move down to Brookhaven where um, I was teaching and Greta was going to school. And so when, you know, when Carter was murdered and um, we had news hounds all over us and it was suffocating. I mean, absolutely suffocating. And so I had said, we just, we have to move. I mean, we're renting. This is why we're renting. We cannot stay here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were still trying to find the killer. And so um, we're driving the path of where this creep had been and the last moments of our child's life. And um, it was really hard for Jeremy. He didn't want to, but we both made compromise, I think, in this mm-hmm. grief. And that was one of his major concessions was moving. Um, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't pack up his room and my dad, thank heavens, it still makes me cry thinking about it, but that was his gift. You know, he said, I, I want to do this for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and he would come out, he would be white as a ghost and he could tell he had just been crying and he'd come down and he'd, you know, put his hand on my shoulder and he'd get a glass of water and he'd sit on the couch a little bit and we wouldn't say a word about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then up the stairs he went again, and it's all packed exactly how my dad left mm-hmm. it. So yeah, it's um, you know what? It's hard packing up our child's things. It's so not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've we've you know it was so fun now in a different stage of where we are in this grief mm-hmm. to be able to go through it. And just even in the moving into this house of, um, we all did the three of us go through it. And, um, there's one that's, you know, one bin that's just some of Carter's treasure toys from when he was a buzz light year oh, and, yeah. you know, maybe. yes, yeah. yes. And, um, and that was fun. And he saved every single card anyone ever gave to him or scrap of paper, little notes from, you know, girlfriends or, or guy friends in elementary school. Um, and that was in the bin. So that was really fun to go through. Yeah. It was good. Alec, you know, he was 24. He lived on his own. Yeah. He had a house. He had a, we had a room. Um, and that's where we went over there to pack it up and bring it all home. But thankfully his uh, roommate mm-hmm. and his girlfriend who loved out, I mean, he was like, they were the three musketeers for yeah. a lot of times, but um, they packed it up for us. Oh, that and is at one point. I was kind of, I don't want to say I was mad about it, but uh-huh. I was like, but I wanted to do that. Or that was my job. Oh yeah. Like, I could see that. I kind of felt like, did they miss something? Yes. Did they, yeah. Did they take something? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Did, did they take something? Like, did, like did yeah. they miss something? And not that they were vicious or anything no. like that. No. You know, well, that's all we have left. So you're so protective of those yes, things. And that's where, you know, and it came home and it went in bins and it went up into the guest room. Mm-hmm. And then a few months later, Alex's brother and sister, Abby and Jack, with his, from his dad's side, they came over and they went through and I let them get all the t-shirts they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and that was joyful. Yes. Watching them. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah. And like Alec always wore crazy socks. And oh, cute. And of course, you know, Jack was like, I want these socks. And I know Abby still wears T-shirts all the time, you know, and it's just, yeah. Well, it was still small and I felt, felt like we have a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Jack put, took Alex's PlayStation and the Eno. Oh. What is it called? Eno, 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 the, the hammock thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alec loved that. And oh, we take it Carter out in the woods too. and the, you know, so. I felt like they needed things. Mm-hmm. I have found great joy in that too, of, you know, letting my niece have things and mm-hmm. Greta. I mean, no kidding. I know you've heard me say this, but Greta wears one of Carter's t-shirts every single day, whether that's she comes home and after she gets out of her uniform, she puts one on or mm-hmm. she sleeps in it. And I truly, I don't even know if it ever was conscious, yeah. it just happened. happened and she still does it. She, or she'll wear one to tennis practice or to mm-hmm. cheer practice and, you know, and they're still big on her, you know, it doesn't matter. That's what she's wearing. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's just, it's adorable. I keep some of Alex's clothes mm-hmm. and I mean, I've kept them and there's times that at Christmas, I think I said this in one of our other pod- podcasts, but I was, or somewhere I felt, I don't know, I was just missing Alec. Mm-hmm. And I went and got a jacket. One of his oh, jackets, one of his yes, and, I love that. And I put it on, and it was like a hug from Alec. And, but his smell is gone. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. was, that's kind of hard. Like, his smell's gone. But there are a few things that I I can't get rid of. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just can't. Mm-hmm. And Jeff got, you know, we always, it's the struggle. Like, you and Jeremy had the, about moving. Right. You know? I mean, that is huge. I mean, yeah. I'm not even going to compare this one to that. But Alec and... Che or uh, Alec and Layla had built a huge box fort fort in the uh-huh. basement, like box upon box, and it had like a lookout <laughs> That's tower cute. Oh, and like extra cool. doors, and yeah, all this, and they colored all over the inside, drew pictures, oh, and you could how see where he was cute. drawing, and she was drawing, yes. and everything. And I couldn't. I, I, I was like, no, mm-hmm. Jeff said, like, I need this gone. Like, yeah. I need this gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was enormous. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, no, you can't. And Layla's like, no, you can't. And finally, after a year or two, we were like, okay, it's yeah, time. We can, we, we can. can, yeah. But I took out the pieces that they drew on. Oh, that was a good idea. Like their main piece of cardboard that yes. they had drawn the pictures on uh-huh. and all this stuff. I kept it and it's in my craft room on the wall. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, like, it does, there is a time that I think comes, Mm -hmm. but it is, it's it's all we have. Yes. Well, and I read somewhere, and I think it's so helpful, is, you know, whether it's the tombstone or, um, you know, packing the boxes and what you Mm want to keep or not keep, all of that is for the griever. Mm -hmm. And that we worry so much, you know, about 
honoring our child, but we have to remember that in grief, we have to honor ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so if it feels right to keep the cardboard up, well, that's for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, um, and that's okay. And that some, and people won't understand that. I think that's, we've talked with moms too. It's like, well, I, you know, we've just left the room exactly as it is. And so many friends in particular will say, you know, you need to clean that out. It's time, you know? Yeah. It's for you. If that feels right to you. Um, and, and then on the flip side, it's like keeping check of our, um, just where are we in our mental health with it? You know, like if it, you know, they say there's a, um, you know, is it, um, becoming almost like a shrine, Yeah, you know, if it, if it becomes too much where that's all the place that we're spending our time and, you know, some of those things like just keeping a good check Mm -hmm. on where's the balance Mm -hmm. of it all. Um, but it's for you. I mean, if you need that room to stay how it is, then keep it how it is. Yeah. Well, and that's, and we have warrior moms that do even the laundry basket. Mm hmm. Still has the dirty clothes in it. Yeah. And I know one of them that. Another one, you know, has changed after six or seven years, changed it to the guest room. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is those little things, all of Alex's little trinkets and stuff. I do have it. They're in the drawers in the guest room. But it hurts to look at them sometimes, like mm-hmm. you said. It, most of it just stays packed away mm-hmm. in the bin that it came home in. Um, I did have a quilt built. Yeah, I love that and so much. T-shirts and, mm-hmm. um, and they have teddy bears where you can make yes. teddy bears out of shirts or, you know, yeah. little dresses or something, and they can make stuffed animals. Um, I love all of that. Anything that allows you to feel connected in some mm-hmm. sort of way, um, yeah, to honor well, them. I don't think that, I mean, I think the biggest message we would want anybody to hear is there isn't a right way. No, no. Yeah. And there's not a time that you need to get rid of something. Mm-hmm. And there's not a time that you have to keep it. No. It, you're not dishonoring mm-hmm. your child, whether you keep it for eternity or you don't. Right. Because, I mean, there were moms that were like, gosh, I just had to get rid of. Yeah. Everything I just needed, you know, they kept some precious things, but they needed all the other. It was like noise. It was just, it was too much. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where I didn't have the room that I had to, to decide on. mm -hmm. And I'm kind of glad I didn't because I do think that that would cause friction. Mm -hmm. I mean, that box caused friction. Yeah. You know, and because I remember snapping at Jeff and him like, you're and the next day he let me get over it and the mm-hmm. next day he's and I just we just need to have a conversation right now. He yeah. Didn't, he didn't say it that direct, but yeah. He was like, Can we talk to, about this? Yeah, he's like, I'm grieving too. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're like, you can't get rid of it and you I'm grieving too. Grieving and that's too. hard for me to walk and see that every you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well he it was just in this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be. Yeah. That, that is true. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it could have been just because it was too hard for him to see, mm-hmm. but it was too hard for me to let it go. Where's that balance? Right. Where's that compromise? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, that is- and that was something that I know in those first couple of days and when we were talking about moving, I knew that Jeremy was making that concession and the news, you know, was they were hounding us and they wanted to interview and I really wanted to do an interview. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be the one that was giving voice about Carter 
And Jeremy was like, no, I couldn't protect him. I mm-hmm. I want to be able to protect y'all. And I think if we put you out there on the news, yeah. then the, no. And so then that was my concession. Yes. It's like, okay, well, that was something I really, it was painful not to yeah. speak about Carter, but I knew we were moving for me and this is what he needed. And, and I think that is also maybe, you know, in looking back, like, okay, that was good of us that we honored that for one another what you were doing right at the time no but i do remember thinking i need to do this for him mm-hmm. you know that that was, was important i need to do this for her mm-hmm. and i'm thankful for that looking back on it do you regret moving from there um let's say the news media wasn't hounding you and all that kind of stuff like do you, yeah it what was what's hard did it rush did yeah it rush your readiness Um, it didn't rush it for sure, but it made it more difficult, you know, um, you know, Carter's, the lacrosse community was so good to us and they, um, you know, they planned different memorial events and they would get together because of course the boys were really grieving and, and so they would have, um, dinners at, Mm -hmm. you know, various parents' houses just to get the boys together. And it was harder for us than to attend those things. Yeah. Um, because we were, you know, an hour away, essentially just in Atlanta driving times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, and we tried, we tried to go to as many of them as we could, but you know, we didn't go to very many of the lacrosse games after Carter died. Mm -hmm. And I know one, it was because it was so incredibly painful, but Mm -hmm. it was, you know, I think if we would have been, you know, down the street from river Ridge, like we were, you you know, we, we, well, we would have been, we would have gone to those games more often. Yeah. And we would have supported the boys. You know, we went to senior night and we Mm -hmm. went to a couple other events, um, with all of the boys, but, um, that part I think is hard is mm-hmm. that we lost that connection, but it was also, you know, should have been Carter's senior year. And we had only been in the community nine months. So we personally didn't have any connections. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we yeah. knew people just of, you know, Hey, by saying hi to other parents in the stands mm-hmm. watching our boys, but we didn't know them personally. Yeah. So in that way, there wasn't any regret because we didn't have, um, those people. Yeah, we didn't have long-time great yeah. friends in that area. Um, I was nervous moving, and I think that was part of maybe Jeremy's worry, is moving somewhere completely new, then we'd have no support. That's what, yeah. um, but my school, the St. Martin's community, I mean, they just wrapped us up, and um, we had a whole new community. So yeah. I don't really regret it. Um, well, I know that like we have moms that – like didn't get rid of their car. Yeah. Until yeah. like the very ten like, years. Well ten years. Apart. Yeah. <laughs> and then because the yeah. child rode in it. And I feel the same way. Yeah. Like I look back at my car. I got it a couple months before Alec passed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he got to drive it. He was he liked it. You know? Yeah. Well and, and we gifted Carter's car. He had um uh it was a diesel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. well no that this was before oh. that. He had a diesel um, car. I mean, it was Jeremy's and then he yeah. was driving it and he had burned out the engine from, mm. you know, rep, like, you know, who knows what he was rolling yeah, coal hot. as he would call it. Yeah. Um, and so the, you know, something happened with the engine and, 
um, two of Carter's buddies were really into building and rebuilding cars. And so we gifted them that car and they got an engine and rebuilt it. And they put this big CD forever sticker on it. Um, and then now of course, Greta's at driving age. I wish, gosh, I wish, um, we had that car. That would be so cool to have her drive that. And then the car that he had just gotten right before he Mm -hmm. died, um, we had put it on, you know, Facebook marketplace or somewhere for, you know, minimal amounts. And a kid reached out to us and said, you know, would there be any way to take, and it was like way, way less. And I was like, done. Of course it's yours. Um, and for just a split moment, I kind of regret, like, I wish yeah. I, same thing. I wish I yeah. had that car for Greta, but then in the scheme of things, like that brought those boys such joy to rebuild that together. Oh, yeah. And Carter would have loved that. And, and I think that is where we have to look outward. Yes. Yeah. On those situations. Absolutely. It does bring joy, but I do, I'm a hoarder. I like, I like to keep all the Alec was a hoarder. I mean, it was yeah. like, I just like to keep all things. I know. And it is. And that's, it, it, it's something, I mean, the bottom line is, is that that's the last things they're going to have. They're not getting new t-shirts. Mm-hmm. They're not getting new sneakers. They're yeah. They're not getting, you know. Right. And if you, it feels right to keep it, or, keep it. And yes. if it feels right to clean it up and yeah. gift it, because that's good too. I know that too. over my journey of four and a half years. I've held on, held on, and then I've let go. Held on, held on, and then I've let go. Mm-hmm. And that's just, and it's not letting go of him, but it is realizing that. Those are things. Those are things. Mm-hmm. It's not him. Yeah. But for so long, but his clothes and his coat, I do. I feel like that is him. One yeah. I might feel like it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't get rid of his ashes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that they're still all intact. That's a tough one. In his box that travels with me sometimes. Oh, I know. I had my youngest sister turned 40 um, two years ago, and I had, you know, found a company. She likes those Mm -hmm. um, Pandora beads, and they make these Pandora beads where you put the ashes in and it goes on your Pandora um, bracelet. And I had picked out the you know, the, the color, the whole thing. And, you know, and so I, you know, had told her that's what she was getting for her birthday. And I cannot Mm-mm. bring it upon myself to no. pull out ashes to because you have to send it to and a company. To and, and it's like, oh my gosh. And I really, really, really want to. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Well, I have so uh, much respect for Linda because her daughter um, loved to travel. Mm-hmm. Travel, travel. She was an adult, loved to travel. And I remember she had a meeting one time and she had a dish with a bit of Emily's ashes. Oh my gosh. Like in a little baggie. I mean, right. don't go through security, I guess, but a little baggie of ashes. And she said, if you ever go anywhere cool, please take her there because she loved to travel and she was just a free spirit. And that way she's all over the world. Isn't that amazing? I know. I would love to be able to get to that place. I've told my other sister and my niece, you know, I, I would love to be able to do that. Like have, so they have their time with Carter's ashes mm-hmm. and take it somewhere that, you know, it's as if, yeah, you know, there. yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not there either, but I, I, I do know I'm getting closer. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm all like, of this is. I am nowhere near that. <laughs> that is my boy. That is all. That is that is him. Yeah. I know that it's not, but it is. Yeah. 
the physical remains. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's where I said it's not. Nope. It's not it's happening. It's still sitting in my living room. <laughs> Alex's little shrine right there, the box, the picture. <clears throat> I mean, all of it. It's there. Yeah. He's with us every day. There you go. And Jeff says he does not want to be in that box. <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't get a choice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You have control over him now. Yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> well, yeah. And it is, it's about what do you need, yeah, right? It is. So grieving moms, that's our message, right? Mm-hmm. If it feels good, pack it up. If it doesn't, leave it. Yeah. S- someday you'll no come back to it. Right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And some days you, you know, just like with all this other grief stuff, Maybe you ha- do have to force yourself to do something with mm-hmm. something. <laughs> yeah. But like if your car's falling apart. Yeah. You might need to sell it. Might need to sell it. Yes. <laughs> Which Christine did. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. This was just a quick um, in and out, but a really important conversation about what do we do with yeah. our things, children's things. Ugh, yes. It's terrible and hard. And um, we're sorry we have to talk about it. I know. To you. Yeah. Well, till next time. Bye-bye. Bye.